It's your girl Tolly T. Audrey, formerly known as Ghana's Finest. And your mama Sita Milena Sanchez. Ow! And you're listening to The Social with Bashak. Welcome back to The Social. You are listening to Bashak on The Beat London. And I am getting social with the ladies of the Receipts podcast. How are you guys doing? How is everything? Hey! Woo-woo! Energy in here! <laughs> it's, it's, it's lunchtime. Thank you guys so much for making the time. Really, really appreciate it. I've got to ask, um, how is lockdown now number three? Shout out to Boris. Treating you guys. I would love to know um, how you kind of go and balance, you know, work and life and relationships and everything else that's going on because I am struggling, everybody is struggling, and as our favorite agony aunts, as our besties, as the ladies we love to listen to, um, let us know, talk to us. Um, I mean, I'm not coping any better than anybody else in the world is, like, um, it's awful, not having a great time, not loving it at all, haven't learned a single skill, haven't improved myself in any way, shape or form, I have been alive, and that's all the expectations I've expected of myself. (laughs) Yeah, same. I love that. <laughs> yeah, same. Existing, really. Um, I'm so used to it now. Like, I'm just over it. Like, I stopped complaining a long time ago. It just is what it is. Same as Tony. I haven't learned anything new. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just here. here. Just here. Surviving. It's definitely been difficult. This third one has been really, really hard. And the homeschooling, I'm just so over it. But I did learn a new skill. I learned how to do nails. Because I just thought I just can't be about my nails, so that's one skill I learned. Love. I've been I've been trying myself, but then they chip, and then I look. Fine. Everyone has been trying. It's cool as long as you try. It's like the eyebrows I've got down. That's a good life skill. Oh, that's eyebrows. Cool. The, the you eyebrows know what? I good. did figure that out. And do you know what? That's the one thing it taught me. Because remember the first lockdown, all the like lads were like, "Oh, the girls are finished. They can't do their hair. They can't do their brows." And I'll tell you what, the girls just got started. They did not finish. Like we learn how to make things happen on our own and stay looking hey, good. Men, we are resourceful ladies. I love to I see love it. That for us. Yes, I love that for us. Absolutely. How are we, how confident are we feeling about this June twenty first date? Because I'm I'm gonna get lit. My bed will not see me. It's gonna be a good time. How are you guys feeling about June twenty first? I have no option than to be confident that that is happening. Like <laughs> all, of my, all of my hope is resting on that day being the best day ever, and I cannot wait. Yesterday I did order three dresses. Hey. You don't um, gotta get ready if you stay ready. So that's my thing. I'm just staying ready for that day now. Yeah. I love it. You heard it here first. <laughs> man, like I can't wait. I, I really, really can't wait. It's so nice to know that there's something to look forward to now and something to work towards. So I'm ready for it, man. There are some people that are being like Debbie Downers and they're like, oh, yeah. do you believe? I'm like, shut up. Like, you're not gonna ruin this for us. Like, leave us to believe. Like, it's up. If you wanna be a Debbie Downer, do that over there. But over here, we're looking forward to June 21st. We're ready. It's so funny because I was like to my baby father, I'm going out on the 21st. And he's like, I'm going out on the 21st. I'm like, whoa, we're gonna have to try and figure this out. Like, call your mum to babysit because we are out, out. 
out, out till 6 a.m. Out, out. I'm, I'm here for it. Out, out until Amazing. like next week. Out, out. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. I love it. Now, not every love story starts in the DMs. Sometimes sisterhood starts in the DMs. For those of you who don't know, you guys met on Twitter uh, on account of Taser from Three Shots of Tequila's little challenge to you after that he claimed women just simply could not do a show like theirs well you did just that and you did it very very well and you are now in this place with a whole spotify exclusive how does it feel today and did you ever imagine that chance encounter online would lead to so much it feels amazing today i i um yeah i think it feels amazing it is just as much by being challenged and by every part of it being our own authenticity, our own organisation and our own making this happen. I um, I love Taser, but he's not getting credit for this. Um, so it's very much what we've put together and what we've done as well. So I feel very blessed. I feel very happy. I feel, I appreciate all of the real ones and everyone that's ever listened. I think that's what it is because at the end of the day, this really wouldn't be a thing if people didn't listen. We'll just be talking to ourselves. So it is. It is nice that people listen, people tune in, and people gra- gravitated towards us. Like I can't explain how blessed I feel to be in this position. I feel like I sound like Beyonce. <laughs> I feel so blessed. <laughs> Why thank you, God? It is amazing and neither of us expected to be in this position five years later so yeah it's been yeah. a shock even to say five years is crazy that it's gonna be five years this year um for me like it's so weird because I honestly just thought this was just I've had so many side hustles in my time that never really amounted to anything and I thought this was just gonna be another thing like get in a studio with people I consider to be friends now and just talk and so to be doing all the things we're doing is like it's, it's just so amazing but I just never expected it I never had any expectations it was supposed to just be a fun little hobby and here we are like making careers out of it so no it's, it's honestly amazing I'm so grateful beautiful it also goes to show you know just how far we can come with a little hard work and a little perseverance it's a really great testament to everyone else who's listening in who has their own side hustle who's doing their own thing who's grinding day and out you know just keep going that's the, that's the message exactly. beautiful very, Absolutely. Very cool. love it so audiences submit dilemmas to you guys um specifically around relationships what is the craziest thing and let's keep it you know above board but what's the craziest thing you've had sent to you that you want to share did you ever have a moment between yourselves where you're like wait can we talk about this or is it very much like you know (laughs) all hands on deck we'll talk about anything and everything let's go we've definitely had dilemmas where like we've got halfway to read you know we're like no no this this is too much this is one for us yeah, yeah, this is one for God and it's one for not us, basically. Audrey is always saying this is above our pay grade and we are very aware of what's above our pay grade and what we have no business putting it on the internet. Yeah, sometimes we can't, sometimes it needs professional help. <laughs> and we are not professionals, we're just women, yeah. basically. So, yeah, all the time. But I think the craziest, oh, do you know, we've had so many crazy ones. I still think that the um breastfeeding son at the wedding is up there for me like that was probably that's probably yeah. still the craziest one i think we've had um, do you know what i feel like all the crazy ones include body fluids 
always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most always, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, the dilemmas are they're crazy, but it's such it's like a fun part of doing the show because it's like a way of getting to connect with the audience as well, which is really nice. Hundred percent. They're going through it. They really are. But it's also like it goes to show just how much people trust you. Like they don't yeah. even know you, and they're telling you all this wild stuff. And it goes to show. I mean, it does, does that? Do you guys ever feel that pressure where you're like, we have people's lives on our hands sometimes because you're essentially role models to some young girls, I'm sure, and and they look up to you in terms of how to get game, how to get guys, how to operate within this field of life. That's a lot of pressure. Do you take that on, or are you like ah, above my pay grade as well? That is a lot of pressure. And you know what? Just like when I give my friends advice, I'll give them my opinion and then I'll end with end it with, but it's up to you. <laughs> Whatever you do, it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, it is a lot of pressure, but I'm like, at the end of the day, you you just do what makes you happy. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it is it is pressure, but at the same time, they're coming to us for a reason. So they, they kind of know what they're going to get. You know, we always try and make it clear that we're not professionals. These are just our opinions and like you're free, feel free to take it on board and not take it on board if you if you don't want to. But yeah, I mean, I like that they trust us. It's nice that people trust us with their, their life stories and stuff. But sometimes I also think like, what point of desperation have you reached? <laughs> I was never someone that like sent in dilemmas and wrote to problem pages and stuff, but I get it. Like sometimes you just need like outside help, you know, and it's nice to be yeah. like someone that they can lean on. So yeah, I, lo- I love it. Very cool. And not everybody has friendship circles. Yeah. The way that like I'm aware of or that I have, I'm sure that you guys have. So you guys have become that for so many women, which is incredible. Um, beautiful, challenging, all those things, I'm sure. Really, really cool. How do you guys make sure you stay genuine and kind of authentic with the stories you guys are telling? Because there's a lot of, I mean, do you take it from your own life experience? Like, how does that process go when you're like, we want to talk about X, Y, Z this week in terms of themes and things. How do you stay honest with it and, and authentic with it? So it's like kind of refreshing and interesting. Yeah, no, of course. I think we stay honest with it, but it, it's my view. Like I, like, I cannot be fake when I'm being myself sort of thing. And I think maybe that is a skill set or thing that comes with age. Like I always talk about being 27 and realizing how I had to be audaciously myself. And that took a long time for me to be like, you know what, who am I, who am I pretending for? It's a lot of work to pretend. And I think if we had been pretending this last five years would be exhausting. <laughs> Like to kind of like keep up some sort of appearance or keep up a version of ourselves. So and I think that's what it is. Once you're kind of like, this is me and this is what I'm gonna give to the world, regardless if you like it or not, it becomes very easy to stay authentic and to be yourself because that's all I know. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it's because we are just being ourselves. So that is that that's the formula, that's the magic there's no one else like us so we're not um, these are our own life experiences they're the stories are real they're things that, that, that have happened so there's no slipping up because we're not retelling someone else's story so i think that that always comes across like i always say anytime we do anything like audiences can smell authenticity they can tell mm-hmm. what's genuine they can tell what's real and i feel like that's part of the reason why the, sh- the show's been successful because people can sense that so we're always going to have themes because we're always going to live things we're always going to go through things. <laughs> so as long as we're living and breathing life be life <laughs> exactly as long as we're breathing and living there's always going to be a story to share there's always going to be content we're always going to have opinions as long as the world is moving we're always going to have like our views on things and that's ultimately what people tune in for so yeah, I think that's it really. 
beautifully said do you guys ever get in trouble with your close friends or your boyfriends or your relationships going like that week you shared a little too much about our life in this way do you ever get trouble or is it very much like it's been five years now everyone knows the deal you're gonna share and you're gonna protect but you are gonna be honest because you guys are the brand right and it has to come from you as you've said in order for it to be authentic do you get in trouble because of that ever is there a line that you won't go and push I haven't been I think for me personally about like no I've not been in trouble trouble but I've definitely been in a situation where somebody's been like okay you didn't have to say the whole thing and now looking back I'm like yeah do you know what I should have pulled the reins in a little bit with that one but I've learned my lesson I don't overshare as much of like my current situations now I think I'm really good at like sort of totaling that line of like mm. giving enough without actually saying a lot and I think that's why I haven't gotten in like quote-unquote trouble yet with anybody because I know you know I know what to give with and, and I know how to like um what's the word like I guess respectful be, yeah. yeah be respectful and right. like, be discreet whilst also still giving a good story and I think we all do that really well because I don't think any of us have been in like trouble with friends or family and like obviously there's some things that we're not going to ever share because either it's not our story to tell or it's just team too much or it's just personal but um yeah I think that yeah I think that we found a really nice balance of of sharing whilst also protecting the people that we care about. Mm. Beautiful, thank you, that's really well put. What are you guys' Bay credentials? Let's get into relationship stuff because it is the month of February, we had Valentine's Day, I'm not gonna ask what you guys got up to because that's a whole other story. What does a guy have to do though today in order to get your attention? What has your previous partners had to do? Do you guys have a list of things like i i definitely do so that's why i ask give, give me three oh, I, I like a, i like a forward guy so that's what okay. I, 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 he can't be timid right, forward okay. suave well-spoken those things anyway that's my list <laughs> what's what's your three give me my three list each is constantly changing i'll be honest my list consistently changes as i get older as i determine because it's all dependent like not every um not every date is a mate so sometimes if it's just someone that i'm not really trying to be with you for a long term for a short time and a good time then this is different it's just like yeah it's a good time in it but um my three non-negotiables i say are kindness that's um, that's massive on my list and that's been a recent not recent but as i got older i was like no this is actually important to be kind to me um i like someone that's confident i like someone that's confident and i love financial stability love that that's my kink <laughs> yeah i think yes, somebody ma'am. that can give me that security um somebody who is assertive I like a man that like takes the lead who's got that confidence and um somebody that's family oriented is huge for me because I'm literally always with my family yeah I think for me I need someone who is like a grafter someone with a good work ethic like that's really important to me someone that I know that if everything was to go left you've got no qualms of starting again like you've got no qualms with 
doing what you've got to do to make sure that, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, that we're good, that we can take care of us, you know? So that's really important. So like a grafter and good work ethic. I like a guy that I'm going to have a good time with, someone that's funny, because, I, well, yeah, funny is important, but like someone that I can have fun with, I can take oh, that's fun. Yeah. the environment and he's going to fit in. Like I like a guy that can adapt to his surroundings and you don't have to babysit him if you go to a gala or if you go to a family barbecue, like he's, he can adapt. And the final one, I have to fancy you, bro. Like <laughs> you have to be buff. <laughs> yes, I have to say that again. I have to look at you and think, yeah, yeah, that's a bit of me. So yeah, those are my three things. Can I, I just it. add one more? Yeah, communication. Yeah, I need a man that's able Please. to communicate, that has emotional intelligence, and that's able to like yeah. just sit down and be like, "Babe, how are you feeling?" And that's receptive towards my feelings. Hundred mm, percent. Also, you guys put my answers to shame. I, I didn't know we're doing all of that. I thought we were doing like a quick, if you see no, my- A quick one. one, yeah. I think it's a quick, I'm, I'm, I'm the basis one. Those, those are fine, yes. Love it, I love it. Thank you guys so much for sharing. You've heard it here first. If you want to get to these ladies, slide in those DMs, you know, get a conversation going. Don't be shy, <laughs> it is the month of love. All right, you're listening to The Beat London on a 3.6 FM with me, Bashak. Stick around after the break and we'll be getting into a game of yes sis or no sis. The girls don't know about it yet, so keep it on the beat. It's your girl Tolly T. Audrey, formerly known as Ghana's Finest. And your mamacita Milena Sanchez. And you're listening to The Say Show with Bashak. You are listening to The Beat London with me, Bashak, on my show, The Social. And we are getting social with the ladies of the Receipts podcast. Hi, ladies. How are you doing? Hello. Pretty well. This has been good. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I've got to ask, when the Receipts podcast first started blowing up, was it the wildest experience of your entire lives? Like, could you talk about that a little bit for us in terms of how it changed your, your life, right? Because you are making careers out of this now and you've been together for now five years and you're, you're a family, your friends, you're all these things, you work together, your colleagues. Did you ever think that it would go as far as it did? Um, and how did how did that moment happen for all of you when you realized actually, wait, this is getting big? It's it's been, I think the moments for me have been like interactions with people. There was a point where like, we would just go out and everything would be normal. And then it just suddenly changed and you'd go out and people like, oh my God, are you totally in this room? Like, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess so, sort of thing. And I think that's what it is. It's actually interacting with people because the longest time we kind of like didn't, our faces are not on the banner. We didn't really like put our faces out there. We just spoke and went about our normal everyday lives. So that was the moment in like interacting with people in your everyday, you kind of like, you're getting stopped. Like me and my sister look a lot alike and she would get stopped and they'll be like, a Uteline sister. So it was, yeah, so it was moments like that. And then definitely our billboards. Like I like seeing a billboard in Oxford Street Station, coming out of the train, going to like a meeting and then coming out and seeing our faces was like, wow, like that was insane. Yeah. yeah, I think billboards definitely was a defining moment, but also I think our first few shows where literally the queue would wrap around the corner and we'd be like, wait, all of these people are here for us. And that moment was just like, oh my God, maybe we we are doing a little sign sign. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember a live show and I was like the one in late, not not my usual characteristic. <laughs> um, I was on in late and I came out of the um Uber and I came out and there was a queue outside and everyone was like, oh. so I like turned around like, oh who's here? Like, I was gas, I was like, oh sick, who's <laughs> here? 
And it was like to me, and I like, honestly couldn't believe it because I genuinely was looking for who people were excited to see. Celebrity, so like, right, right. Yeah, I was like, where are you? Love. Yeah, I agree, definitely. I think shows, I think the first time we did a live show was like so weird because the tickets sold out really, really quickly. And um, I yeah. think it sold out in a day or something, didn't it? Yeah. And that was really bizarre to like see the demand, like, right, people want to see us live. So yeah, all like live show stuff, like being able to go on a tour and go to different cities and just know that there's a fan base in different cities was amazing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, like what Tully was saying, anytime you get to see the people that support you physically in the flesh and like, yeah, and interact with them, that's, that's when I started to think like, yeah, this is a thing, first live show. Wow, really cool. And, and I guess, what do you think it's about you guys? Because everybody today, everybody and their mother has a podcast and has a microphone, myself included, right? <laughs> and, and everyone's trying to get to say something and have something to say and expression, expression, expression. What do you guys think it is about you that cut through the noise, you know, and, and that resonated with audiences so much? Like, can you, can you now put a finger on what it is? Do you have a sense of that in terms of when you connect with the people? What is it about your collective um voices do you think i think as well as us being three amazing women um i think one of the key things was timing we came out at the right time we came out probably a little bit prior to all of the noise and we came off authentic straight off the bat like it wasn't like a disconstructed show it was kind of like a voice that sounded familiar people were talking in a voice that you understood they were talking about experiences that felt very much like oh wow me too sort of thing so i think that definitely helps and we just came out at a good time like i i'm very aware that hard work and favor and when i talk about favor i mean like god's favor and universe favor when they go hand in hand out of you're making magic like so that's what it was we had favor in terms of timing we worked very hard and we have stayed consistent yeah i tell you yeah i think it's the authenticity as well i always say that i just think because timing a hundred percent and just the fact that we were also kind of doing something that hadn't been done really i mean i don't know i haven't listened to any podcast in the world but as far as like in my scope I, I didn't know anything like this where, you know, four women at three women now at the time, like talking about their experiences so candidly, kind of unapologetically just being themselves and like sharing their stories and their experiences. So yeah, just like, re just really genuinely, you know? So I think that that definitely contributed to it as well. And it's just a bit of a break from all the fakery as well. It's just nice to have something a bit more relatable yeah so, yeah so i think that definitely contributed as well that's helped and also we weren't trying to be the cool girls we weren't trying to be like yeah guys date us all the time yeah we've never been heartbroken yeah we're like we weren't trying to be like oh i've dated a rapper we weren't them girls we were just the normal girls that like yeah this guy didn't turn up on a date yeah like like this is we weren't trying to be sorry that's my front door <laughs> i might have to get it I'm waiting on deliveries i'm really sorry that's all good i'll be two sets all right Holly's coming back, guys. Coming back, I promise. I'm sorry. All right, all right. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. Well, it's like we aren't afraid to get things wrong. We have never said, like, you know, our views are right, follow us, you know, and um, what we're saying is 100% correct. And do you know what? You hear the growth from the first episodes to now. And I mean, I'd hope you'd hear the growth because it's been five years now. So. Uh, five years older and wiser so I think that's what people enjoy as well like do you know what they're humans too they make mistakes as well 
Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna stop this recording just to let you guys know. Ollie's walked in with what I can only describe as the most beautiful bouquet I have ever seen. You gotta spill the beans right now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I wasn't expecting this, as we were. I mean, are you gonna tell us anything or? Oh, bath. It's probably from one of the girls. It's so, <laughs> oh, so pretty. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. Love that. Shout out to the girls, uh, guys, that helped make that happen. Love it, love it, love it. Very oh, much. I don't know who it is. It just says love you. Oh my God. Oh, is that is God. so sweet. That is I don't so know who it is. So this is real life, live on air. <laughs> Sorry Wait, guys. I love it. Just have it propped there as a nice visual for, <laughs> for, the, for the rest of the conversation. Very, very, very cool. Now, you guys are friends, of course, um, but you also work together kind of week on week and you have done for so long now. How have you worked through any disagreements uh, if and when they come up? Um, do you have any values you stick by? And do you have any advice for listeners tuning in in terms of how to handle difficult situations with their girlfriends because we're so good at having advice for like relationship issues I don't know that we lean into friendship issues as much um, in our own world uh, you know, we should we should do that more so do you have any thoughts on that at all yeah we physically fight <laughs> love it okay. <laughs> <laughs> was there a reaction um, we get in we the, the, meet in a and box it out no um, I think what we've learned to do is I'm, I'm a strike it while it's hot kind of person. So if you're feeling something or I'm feeling something, I'm like, yo, blah, 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 rather than trying to like hold on to it, hold the resentment and having an awkward, like, I don't know if I did something wrong to this person. So I think we've all learned how we all deal with things and we all deal with things very, very, very differently. I'm very confrontational. Audrey not so much and Melena's kind of like passive aggressive. So we kind of like all kind of like ride that line of what we do and how we deal. Yeah, and I think yeah, that- and I think it's about communication and actually listening to people about how they feel and taking it in and understanding it. I think that's also been one of the key things too. Yeah, because we have to work together so that we don't really have the the luxury of being like I'm gonna go not talk to you for a month because yeah, um, it's not. Even you have a show to do where you guys chat, so you need to. <laughs> exactly. The chemistry is important as well. Absolutely. We're all like strong-willed people that like, especially like when it comes to the values thing, like we've even had that this week where it's like, oh, if we don't want to do something that doesn't align with our values, we will just say like, we can always figure it out. At the end of the day, there's three of us. That's the good thing about it. Like if it means that two of us do it and one of us does it, like there's always, there's always a way. But I think that we really respect each other's values as well. Like what one person wants to do versus what another person doesn't want to do. And we like, we're a collective, but we're individuals. And I also think that's why the podcast works because we are three different personalities so yeah so once you get to know each other you know each other's boundaries and what each other's values are and stuff so it just it just comes organic after a while let it flow let it flow i love it very very cool now when this goes to air it will be sunday um tolly i'm gonna start with you because you have the flowers what is your uh self-care ritual for a sunday um Sunday I will make um I wake up a little bit later than I would during the week. I would make a relatively decent breakfast. I watch church online and just literally not do much. <laughs> do you know what it is? I feel like 
Sundays aren't even Sundays anymore. Like, what are no. the days of <laughs> Exactly. Like, literally, I'll do everything I was doing on the rest of the week. No, but I, I actively really try to not work on Sundays. Like, that that's the one thing I'm learning to do, to not work on Sundays. So I'll do church, FaceTime a few friends, and just kind of, like, chill. Yeah, same. I try to make Sunday my do-nothing day, but I've got this horrible thing about... I have this so much guilt about like laying in. Like it's so weird. Like I always feel like I need to be like doing something, whether it's around the house or whatever. Um, but yeah, Sundays I am a little bit easier on myself. I don't really have a ritual though, I'm not gonna lie, but I will always have a nice breakfast on a sun, like guaranteed to have a nice breakfast on a Sunday. <laughs> that goes where do you think where do you think that guilt comes from? Because I have it as well in terms of get up, do things, be productive, be useful, capitalist, go, go, go. <laughs> Like, and I think it hits me more in the winter because when it gets darker quickly, um, I think I just don't like waste. I don't want to feel like I'm wasting the daylight, if that makes any sense. Like, I yeah. Because like, like, when you wake up and you get up late and the next thing you know, it's dark again. I don't know. I just feel like I can't be productive at night. Like I'm quite a structured person. Like I like to use the daytime to do stuff and then the evening to chill. Like I can't really work in the evening. So I think that's where it comes from for me anyway. I mean, I eat well on a Sunday. I do love making a little roast. Love listening to music, um, getting the cleaning done in the house as well, and just getting into a nice fresh bed. Oh, wait, is Sunday your cleaning day? Sa- Saturday or Sunday? Oh, Saturday's my cleaning day. Yeah, yeah, clean, clean on a Saturday, chill on a Sunday. Yeah, that's what when I, say. I have my child so she can help me, <laughs> teach him young, or you can 100%. absolutely, absolutely. All right, so this show is, of course, called The Social. Um, I would love to know what your favorite drink is gonna be at the bar come June 21st. Because, listen, boy, I am doubting those drinks. My Girl. favorite drink has been, will always be, yes, tell us, Ray and Nephew. Yes, yes, yes. Straight no chaser. Straight no chaser. Okay. <laughs> My Cheers. favorite drink always. Everyone knows I love champagne, so I'll be popping loads of bottles. <laughs> it will be champagne. I love prosecco. I like prosecco when I'm at home. Champagne when I'm out, depending on where I am and how expensive it is. Let's be completely honest. Or I love a cocktail. Like I love a peach bellini. That's my yeah, favorite, yeah, favorite drink. Is a peach bellini. Some sort of bellini. Tolly. Um, I am, when I'm ordering at the bar, it's a young woman apple juice or a gin and tonic with a splash of elderflower. And when I'm really like, okay, let's let's have a party. Shots, straight tequila shots. I love, a, do you know what it is about tequila shots? I love the like, the the, the ceremony of it. They're like lick, drink, suck. I, I love that. That is, yeah, that's that was what it is for me. I love shots. It's just a party. It's a good time. Audrey is a liar. Audrey doesn't like shots. You, if you're buying Audrey a shot, you are wasting your money because she would throw it away. She's a Prosecco girl. You can't get shots for a Prosecco girl. I love them, but I'm bad at taking them. So you love the idea, not the execution. I love what it does to me, but I don't like the process. <laughs> but I love the after effects. I mean, listen, whatever gets us there faster come June 21st, I'm down for. Like, That's what I'm about, That's what I'm about right now. I need to go to a bar. And of course, this show actually is sponsored by Misguided, as is every show this month. So we got to get our fits right as well. Um, so that's very, very exciting. Let us know where we can find you guys. Let us know about your socials. Um, and if you have a little bit more time, tell us a little bit about the book that's coming up as well. Yeah. Before we get into some games. 
Yes, the book. The book is very important. Um, we have been working really hard um, to get this book to you guys. It's um, out on pre-order now. It's called Keep the Receipts. And I think it's going to go down. Like I think people are really going to enjoy it. It's kind of like our experiences, our life experiences. It's one of those books that you have when it's like, I'm going through this. Let me go see what the book says in it again. So I think... Yeah, pre-order the book. It's been amazing writing it. It's been a journey. I think we probably realised a few things whilst writing it about ourselves. And also, I can't wait to read the girls' chapters. I haven't read any other other chapters apart from my own. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the girls have done. Yeah, so if you want to pre-order it, the link is in our bio on our Instagram, which is The Receipts Podcast. And on Twitter is the hashtag The Receipts Podcast, where you'll find our little familia. Our, our, yeah, our gang, 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 gang. I love the like the receipts gang is strong and heavy, and we appreciate them and love them with all of our hearts. Um, but yeah, you can find us at the receipts podcast on Instagram. Individually, I am Tolly underscore T. I'm Garner's finest X on Twitter. <laughs> and Instagram. Oh, and Garner's underscore finest on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm Melena Sanchez X on Twitter and Instagram. Beautiful. You heard it here first. Go follow, like, subscribe, all of that. Pre-order all these incredible things these ladies are doing. So, so impressive to see the collective this many years on. Let's play a game. Let's go into a little quick game. Let's play a little game if we can. All right, so this game is called Yes Sis, No Sis. And we know you guys are big on the big sis advice. See what I did there? So we're gonna <laughs> ask you to let us know if you agree with some of these classic R&B lyrics. If you agree, you say yes sis. If you don't agree, you say no sis. All right, okay. I don't want no scrub. The scrub is a guy that can get no love from me. Yes sis. Yes sis. Who wants a scrub? Who wants a scrub? All right, unanimous. I like it. I like it. Number two, say my name. Say my name. If no one is around you, baby, I love you. Say, baby, I love you. If you make my name, yes. um, say, say my fucking name. Oh, Melena. Apologize for any <laughs> swearing, but it gets real Sorry. sometimes. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Um, I, I don't know about say my name. You know, because I need to digest it again. Yeah, I'm not too sure about okay, say my so, name. This one, I think, I took to mean, are you into side chicks? Because I ain't no side chick. Because it's essentially, say my name, say my name. If no one is around you, say, baby, I love you. Yeah. So let, let the world know I'm not a side chick. I say not with your side chick. I'm not sure. Yeah, I say maybe as well, because I think some people, some, if a man wants a side chick, regardless of how loud he's saying he loves you, regardless of how much he's posting you, regardless of how much he's screaming your name for the boot tops, if he wants to do what he wants to do, it can, it's still going to run. It's still going to run. Saying your name has never stopped a man. It's never stopped anything. Men have tattooed names on them and still got it on and popping. So, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to say maybe, sis, because I haven't quite figured out my thoughts on that yet. Yeah, we're working I, on it, sis. I took it, it. I took it as like, where are you? Who are you with at that precise moment? Like, why aren't you able to say my name, whether that's with another girl or boys? Right. Because you know these guys aren't even telling you their boys about you sometimes. True. So no matter who you're with, you better say my name and you better say I love you because that's what you'd be saying to me behind closed doors. I I I agree. I'm saying yes. 
I am, I'm gonna say yes, sis, because I feel like, let's see what you're made of. I, I hear you in terms of like, if they want to run game, they're gonna run game regardless. But in that moment in time, when I call, you better pick up. That's the vibes. All right, and number three. Hey sisters, soul sisters. Better get that dough, sister. Yes, sis. Yes, yes, sis. There's nothing else you need to do but get that, though, sister. Yes, that's a hell yes, sis. That is a banger. That, that is, is a hell yes, sis. And lastly, what I need from you is not available in stores. And that's Jenny from the blog, Love Don't Cost a Thing. I mean, Jenny, love does cost a lot of things, hun. So, <laughs> no, <Yeah>. sis. <laughs> yeah, They're like, run me the check. Do you know what it is about that song? I don't believe yeah. being genuine in that song. It's not being genuine for one another. Also, that yeah. song like fits into that trope of I'm a cool girl. I'm not like other girls. You need oh, to yeah. buy me fancy things. I love you if you were broke. And I don't like that narrative. Also, me. she's also, a millionaire. So let's talk me, about um, that. She she got herself. Got exactly. It's giving me pick me vibes. I'm not here for it. Yeah. Mm. If I want to drive your Benz, I won't. Even if you were broke. Ugh. Oh my God. God. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. That's a hell no, sis, from me. That is a speak for hell. yourself. <laughs> no. That's a hell. I love it. Thank you guys so much. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. You guys are listening to The Beat London on a 3.6 FM. Keep it all the way on The Beat. We have some Sunday tunes. We will not stop playing the best vibes just for you.